should be able to reduce cancellations by at least 10 to 20% with proper salvage for, uh, offers and offboarding in your cancellation process. Um, lastly, uh, payment failures are the largest single bucket of lost customers. You need a process for recovering payment failures. I know what you're thinking, right? Uh, hey, Neil, if my customer really wants my product anywhere, they're going to find a way to update it. But surprisingly, even in 2023, this is just not the case. There remain 130 plus unique reasons why a credit or debit card can fail. And to be honest, this problem is only getting worse. Five years ago, if you had asked me, I would have said crypto probably fixes this problem. Um, I was wrong, right? Uh, this problem is only getting harder with more and more payment gateways, more and more cross-border transactions, and ultimately more and more banks involved in this process. Um, a couple of little things to point out here. Do not use email before the point of failure. So a lot of companies, right, will, what they'll do is say, hey, Neil, uh, your credit card is set to expire next month, uh, updated here. Time and time again, we've seen that email correlates with 10 to 18% higher active cancellations. This tends to wake up sleeper accounts and every single time we've tested this, leads to more cancellations. Instead of email, you should be doing in-app messaging to those users because that way you're only targeting folks that are getting value from the product and have a much higher likelihood of sticking around. Second, um, in addition to the retries that your billing system might be doing, to get even bigger gains, do your own retries, right? You typically can do, uh, depending on the network and the gateway, up to upper 10 retries uh, before getting in trouble with the networks. Um, for example, if you're a consumer product, right, the first and 15th of the month here in America, people get paid. And time and time again, we see recovery rates spike when uh, uh, you retry at that time um, and you avoid a bunch of insufficient funds, right, declines. And lastly, do not use stylized emails. Um, for these, plain text perform way, way better from a spam and filtering perspective, but also just, you don't want to sound like a bill collector, right? Uh, and, and when you send a plain text email saying, hey, your payment failed, we'd love for you to update it here. Um, we've seen that typically result in seven to 10% better conversion. Um, and then lastly, make sure you're speaking in their language, right? If you have customers around the world in different countries, different jurisdictions, we've seen that localizing that copy to their native language um, can help by 10% or more as well. So uh, with that, I believe we're at time. Uh, uh, just uh, we're going to have Q&A here. Uh, but if anyone wants to reach out and, and dive deeper and do a proper retention audit where we score uh, you know, your retention efforts along all of the different frameworks we've talked about today, happy to chat and, and, and get an analyst to kind of look through that data. Just send me a note at neildesai.com and we're more than happy to help. Um, but with that, I believe we're right at time. And uh, we'll see if we have any questions. Hey, Neil, well done, buddy. Um, and thank you so much for the offer. Uh, for anyone um, watching, listening, please take advantage. Uh, the team at Paddle uh, are amazing. I'm a big fan of that organization, big fan of Neil. Uh, Neil, is there a product that helps with like recovery? I think there is. There is, and there's a number of products on the market, right? Um, you know, selfish plug, uh, Paddle has a tool called Profitable Retain that helps with this, and so um, that may be a good fit. I think it, it some of it just depends on your existing infrastructure, right? Um, your the billing system you're using probably has some basic things out of the box, um, and and then obviously you know companies may be doing things internally. Um, so I encourage folks to check out you know Retain if that's helpful, but but um, you know your billing system may may have some things out of the box as well. Awesome. Um, Neil, I think with anything related to like payments specifically, um, people are just afraid of like experimentation. People are afraid of like 
yeah. making it too complicated or breaking something. Um, you know, I think a bunch of the numbers you show are strong enough reason to like get over that fear, but what else would you say yeah. to those people? So I think the, the thing to remember here is like everything I showed you here is it's a game of inches. And I, I don't think anyone, everyone has a thousand different priorities and product constraints and limited engineering resources. And so one thing I'd, I'd, I'd encourage teams to think about is like aim for one experiment a quarter. Right, one experiment a quarter. Set a hypothesis. Track your results. If it works, great. Fold it into the into the, the kind of default experience. If it doesn't, kill it. But that way, you build this this muscle of running experiments and, and making it better. Suddenly, you look back after two years and you have a dozen different things, and, and you have something closer to what I showed you today. Right. Um, alternatively, nothing happens. Nothing gets prioritized, and you kind of where you began. And so, I think. It is intimidating. I, I would I would recommend folks think about this as an ongoing process. And very rarely, one of these things is a silver bullet. It's going to require right uh, stacking a number of these interventions on top of each other to ultimately get to, to where you want to be. Um, one thing that I found interesting was thinking about this right up front in terms of like your plan terms, the length of the plan. Um, you know how how often you see people experimenting with that. And how impactful do you think that that really is to, to think about it? I guess term length is one lever. Yeah. Pricing is another lever. How important is it that to think about that on the regular? Yeah, I think um, so when I think about like me as a buyer, right? And I bought a bunch of SaaS over the years. And, and what, what's like an amazing buying experience? The number one thing I want to avoid is buyer's remorse, especially and like if I have a complicated procurement process and I got to get through a bunch of internal hurdles. And so as a seller now, I want to make it as easy as possible for buyers to buy my product, especially if I believe in the value proposition. Like if I know that my product is going to add value to you and your team, I should remove as much friction as humanly possible. And so that's why I think like, and, and not only in a PLG motion, but like for sales assistant, we get into this, like, let's take, talk about term and payment methods and, and, and invoicing terms. And like, we get into all of this complicated stuff, which I understand needs to happen at some point, but most people just want to like get in and play with the tool and try it and, and make sure it gets value. And that's why I think like month to month is such a hack for enterprise products because it reduces that risk considerably so that people can try it. And then two to three months in, you've proven that value. It becomes a no brainer. We have folks coming to us saying, Hey, like, can we get a better rate if we upgrade to annual? And the answer is of course, right. Um, because you want to, you want that relationship. So I'd say, I think about like, if this is remotely adding friction to your buying process, think about delaying that, uh, to, to after the sale. Um, and then again, this is one of many levers you have, right. To, to kind of work with and, and find a, a, a way to have a win-win kind of relationship with your, with your customers. Cool. Neil, uh, your timing was like impeccable. We're pretty much there. Um, uh, again, I want to put up this free retention audit offer, uh, from the team at paddle, reach out to neil.desiapaddle.com to take advantage of that. That's the best way, Neil. That's correct. Yep. Cool. And uh, if people want to get in touch with you, I guess emails and options or anywhere else, they can follow you, learn more about what you're up to. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, at any time, if you want to jam on SaaS, data retention, billing, payments, whatever, happy to help. And uh, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to chatting with you guys. Awesome. Um, thank you for joining. Uh, speakers like you is what makes this event a success. Really appreciate you being here. Everyone listening, Definitely take Neil up on his offer to get in touch. Thank you for being with us this far.